I would like to be traded to any other team but the New England Patriots. Big brain predictions. That's what I got. Take it off, sir. This Washington football team beat the Steelers. And that person. EDP. Yes, but if you lose this game, I firmly believe we do not need to make playoffs. So Don't you ever disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I'm sure you're somewhere in somebody's cassette player. It's wonderful. We're out there somewhere. Yeah. We've got some audio version, just in case you don't want to see my wonderful face <laughs> or any one of these gentlemen's wonderful face. And once we're done, it goes on YouTube, so you guys can watch it at your own leisure or whenever. So, yeah. It's a wonderful show. Am I the, am I the only one that thinks that people might still be able to see Shaq's face on audio? <laughs> <laughs> it somehow comes through. <laughs> How much you know? There's like three forehead jokes already. I remember still the intro. <laughs> nah, man, the other ones didn't count. They weren't live. That's true. Oh, technicality. <clears throat> good. But yeah. I will like to say that I am glad that Shaq's back is better. Yes, praise God. Better. Or back. Everything's back in transition. Back to normal. Back <laughs> to black. Back to black. Was, normal back shirt. It was not the terrible disease that I thought that it bestowed <laughs> upon him. He actually, it was work-related. So we are glad that Shaq is healthy. We don't need to get into the disease that I thought it was. But Shaq, you're a healthy man. Look at you. <laughs> Forehead strong like Let's ox. Go. But anyway, <laughs> good transition to our first subject of the week, the news. Yes. Hey, all the wonderful things happening in the sports world. Our first set of news we were talking about the one of many people drama queens in the NBA, K- KD over there complaining about how unhappy he is with the Nets. Right. Any opinions on what this man's complaining about or have problems with? Oh, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. You know, this man, the nerve. Me or the coach decide who has to go. Well, Kevin, how about neither? How about you just play because you're here for four years under a contract? I didn't think that he was going to take it to this degree. It seemed like things were kind of settling down and we would just kind of go on as it was and he would just be kind of unhappy and carry that throughout this next season. But uh, no, the man clearly does not want to be there the steve nash thing though i don't understand why all of a sudden he doesn't want steve nash there i guess i kind of understand if you go back to two years ago at this point when he was like we don't even need a coach and and here we are now so i guess it does kind of make sense that this whole time he's kind of thought that steve nash doesn't really need to be there uh but even with that being said like that's pretty disrespectful to to just be like you got to get rid of Steve Nash. Uh, I don't know. I just I really do not like Kevin Durant, and I've thought he was a snake for the past few years, and this is some real snake shit. So, Kevin, Kevin, oh, the, Kevin. The, the the crazy thing to me is that he this man got on a plane. And flew to London to meet with Josiah, who's the owner. Okay. And whenever you hear reports of it was very professional and cordial, that means some shit went down. And things were said that people don't want to yep. get out. Okay. Um, whenever you hear, oh, it was a professional meeting. Yeah, I've been in professional meetings. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're always courteous. <clears throat> Um, but the crazy thing is, is he doesn't even now. He doesn't even want Nash gone. He wants 
the whole front office. Yeah. Yep. You want Sean Marks gone too. Mm. Who Sean Marks took that team from a bottom feeding team to a playoff team, even without Durant and Irving. Like he did a good job building uh, a pretty solid squad. Um, even before they got them. Now, you can have all the solid squads you want, but you need top five, top ten NBA players to be able to win the NBA championship. So I'm not faulting Sean Marks for for signing Kyrie Irving and, and, and Kevin Durant, right? Uh, the, the crazy thing is, though, is that he seems to be so tied to Kyrie Irving, and he's upset that Brooklyn did not offer Kyrie Irving a contract extension like they offered him a contract extension. So he's saying he's lost trust in the front office. Um, it's just, I, I've never heard of a player not just go after the coach, but the GM the too. Whole, like, yeah. nah, the GM and the coach, in fact, next year I'm picking the team colors. <laughs> like, that's, right. that's what it kind of seems like what's happening. Um, and so it's really kind of wild, but you know, as far as like not wanting Steve Nash as your coach, like how many people in America really remember that Steve Nash won two MVPs back in back, not many back in the mid two thousands? Like, how did Steve Nash end up with more MVPs than Kobe Bryant? How <laughs> did that happen? Like everyone that everybody that voted for Steve Nash to win back to back MVPs should lose their credentials over the simple fact that Kobe Bryant only won one. That is just disrespectful. Um, but he hasn't really proven that he's a really good coach. No, he's so not. I'm not. Yeah, so I'm not really upset <clears throat> that he's, you know, wanting to get rid of Nash, but getting rid of the GM, somebody that's put all this talent around them, uh, did what they wanted him to do and got James Harden in there, then did what they wanted to do, got James Harden out, uh, you know, a healthy Ben Simmons is still better than a lot of other people's third best player on a team. Um, I'm not saying he's great, but he's like, like I said, he's better than a lot of other teams' third best. He's not going to be a second best, you know what I mean? Uh, but so I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's great for us as Celtics fans. Um, yeah, that's true. But I think that uh, Kevin Durant, I, I like. Okay, hear me out on this, guys. Has anybody tested? the water in Oklahoma City. Has anybody tested the water? <laughs> because Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant have lost their fucking minds. And James Harden. Oh, and James Harden. <laughs> All three of them. Like, has anyone checked on Sir Ibaka? Like, Some anybody checked on Ibaka? Heavy lead. Ibaka okay? <laughs> he started and a listen, cooking show. All, hey. We've all listened to Kendrick Perkins' takes. Yeah, you lump into that too, Jesus. And, and he and he played for Oklahoma City after Boston. Like somebody, like I kind of think that the water in Oklahoma City is worse than Flint, Michigan, at this point, <laughs> because they're taking sane people and making them fucking crazy. Radioactive. So somebody needs to look into what's going on in Oklahoma City <laughs> and that water, the municipal. Uh, municipalities of the water supply <clears throat> need to be checked, people. Somebody get on that. I just I don't them. think the Nets are going to do well, unfortunately, this season. If they might make first round of playoffs to get bumped again off of some first round shit, purely because they're heading into this season toxic as hell because of KD. They, I, I get that Nash really hasn't proved anything, 
at the same time, though, I mean, if you look at the way that they play, there is no play calling. It's just complete iso ball. Street type of ball. Just say, go out there and just. Yeah, and it's like that's why, you know, in the playoffs when the game slows down a lot and everybody's just standing around watching either Irving or Durant just dribble the air out of the ball. So you will. That's why they don't have any respect for him. But right, name, yeah. me, name me a former point guard in the NBA that has thrived as an NBA head coach. I can only Everyone. think of well, Ty Lu. Okay, Ty Lu was like a bench warmer, so he was always sitting next to the coach. Bill <laughs> Jackson's cheat sheet. Okay. <laughs> well, and then in the same sort of boat, Steve Kerr. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve, yeah. Okay, he wasn't a point guard, though. He was just... But, you know, you think about it, like Magic Johnson tried his hand at coaching mm-hmm. back in the 90s. Well, it didn't work hey, out. Um, Magic Johnson trying to get some children J- J- first J- place. J- J- Jason Kidd. <laughs> Jason Kidd not, not doing too hot. Yeah, um, he's... Uh... He's no, kind of like now. He's it. all right. He's all right right now. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> he's an uh, okay coach in the in Dallas. The uh, he, pff, okay, um, <laughs> fine. If he didn't have Luca, he'd you know win like ten games. Um, you oh, know, well. there's just there's just not a lot of good NBA players that end up becoming head coaches that really make it. You know what I mean? Just because he and worked for a company a, doesn't mean he can manage well, the same company. That's just my yeah, thought process. The, the, the reason why yeah. I think it happens, though, is the reason why Michael Jordan said that he never wanted to coach basketball. And the reason why Michael Jordan never wanted to coach basketball is because he would always hold people to the same type of standard right. that he yeah. had work ethic, mm-hmm. talent-wise, this is what you do. This is how you're a professional. And when people didn't live up to the way that Michael Jordan did things, he would lose his mind. Mm. So he never wanted to go into coaching. Like the only <clears throat> former player that I can think of in the last 30 years, it was ever worth their salt. That was a decent coach was Larry Bird back in the nineties with the Indiana Pacers. He actually took him to the NBA finals, I think against the New York mm. or somebody. Now, I think they went to the finals one time, or they went to the Eastern Conference Finals a bunch of times. Coach LeBron, uh, but he was, but, but but he was the only one. Larry Bird was the only one that it was like was actually a good coach. Like everybody else, they they don't. It doesn't seem to translate. So right. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not really so sad about getting rid of Steve Nash. I mean, what did he have besides hair and assists with the MVPs? Horrible. Really <laughs> Horrible. All right. For our next piece of news, there's a couple of teams out there that unveiled some new yes. s- city throwback oh, uniforms man. out there. Lakers, <laughs> Warriors, Spurs, the Cavs, Pistons, Bucks, Jazz, and the Wizards. Yes. Let's start off with the Lakers. <clears throat> um, I will say the Lakers, they did have this three, maybe four years ago at this point. Um, they seem to go in and out with bringing these back, but uh, we have seen these before in the last like four or five years. Um, the Lakers, I mean, it's kind of whatever. I don't, to me. I don't think we've seen this one though. The one that we saw before was the baby blue with the cursive Los Angeles on it. I don't know that I've seen this one that has the Lakers and the block lettering. <clears throat> 
I do like it um, simple. It's yeah. Like just <clears throat> not yeah. doing too much I with don't it. Know. It's to me yeah. it looks like I don't know, some retirement homes, nineteen seventy <laughs> shuffleboard team. I mean it's they, supposed to uh, they got going on there. Sorry, it's supposed to go back to when they were the whatever the, the Michigan Lakers like way <laughs> back in the Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. That's why they're called the Lakers because they were near the Great Lakes. Right, by the Great Lakes. But here's the thing: most of their players yeah. are close to retirement or play like they were retirement. So, it even... <laughs> so <laughs> perfect. LeBron it's close like, to retirement. Anybody? Does anybody really want to see LeBron James wearing like <laughs> CLA colors with the baby yeah, blue like, and the gold? Stop. I mean, I don't know. Like, are they trying to make him look younger with the baby blue? Last time he wore baby blue was when he was probably born. They put that little baby blue cap on his head when he was an infant. So, I don't know. It just, it's old. They've gone through this. They need to just, the Lakers are one of those teams in sports, in my opinion, that needs to stop trying to do shit with their jerseys. Yeah, just, just. Like, 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 yeah, like the Lakers are one of those teams, like I think like the Bears and the Packers Mm -hmm. and other, the Yankees that, when you win so many titles in one uniform, you need to keep that uniform. You you don't need to be changing. So mm. I don't know. I'm down on that one. Uh, the Warriors, <laughs> I'm feeling theirs. They dusted off Chris Mullen and put him inside of this uniform. I don't know why they couldn't have gotten anybody else. I mean, I get that it's supposed to go back to his era for this jersey, but um. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. I hate it. I don't know if it's because I hate the wars in general or just I don't I don't find it like <laughs> appealing as a whole, but it, it <laughs> looks like a like a fake high school team's jersey. Like you know, like in a movie yeah. where they're like, This is our high school basketball team, the Warriors like this is what it looks like. <laughs> for, for for some reason and we'll get into this with somebody's other uniforms, uh teams are trying to go back to the retro nineties uniforms <clears throat> and this is what the warriors wore in the 90s which probably i don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what the warriors have done since they've won one championship but they won one t- they won one title in 2016 or whatever mm. and uh, they started feeling themselves so they were like you know what let's honor every decade that we've ever been a franchise and the 90s seemed to be the only decade they haven't honored yet so you know <clears throat> Mullins and Tim Hardaway mm. must be proud uh, because that was their heyday. Um, but yeah, they they look like I don't know, like they're, it's probably like a Vegas hotel back in the nineties that had the same goddamn cowboy <laughs> on there. Um, so it's just it it's generic. It's not mm. good. Um, I think what the Warriors have had currently is better than anything that they've been trying to do retro-wise. I don't know why they can't just stay with that. Yeah. Um, but they, they, they want money, so apparently blue and yellow is going to be popular next year. Stupid. Uh, the Bucks. I like these. Yeah, I like it. The full black really just about really does look nice. Bringing the, the antlers from the, the shorts up. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> really? I didn't say I love them. I just said I like them. 
<laughs> okay, first of all, the Antlers look like the Denver Broncos jerseys that they pulled out of the mid-90s that they're still wearing today that need to be gone. You just hate the Broncos. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, I do. Personal, I do. Be, I personal reasons. But, but second, did you guys read the tagline on the jersey reveal for the Bucks logo? I did. I don't remember what it was. It says, Dear Come from the dusk bitch please can you just tell us you want a black jersey like can you just say <laughs> we want to put the greek freak in a black jersey so this is what we're doing do you really need to try to come up with some deer come from the dust no bitch deer get hit by cars <laughs> in the dust you want to know who else came from the dust bambi's mom and that bitch got shot so I don't know what they're trying to play with these jerseys and these taglines and this funny little shit they're doing. But no, like if you want a black jersey, just say we want a black jersey like ninety eight percent of every other franchise in professional right. sports. Um, but deer come from the dust. You <laughs> dumb mother I'm just I'm gonna stop. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> Let's go in the same area, Detroit. The Pistons going back to their teal uniforms. I feel like they had uh, some middle schooler <laughs> win the contest to make this big uniform. Just throw a horse on a hole on the hole. <laughs> Not a fan, but <laughs> I dig them. Like I also like the, the like the Grizzlies throwback uniforms. Oh my god! I think they both look cool. Um, okay, it's neat. You know, you, you want to know? You want to know what I have written down here, Jalen? Looks like the Grizzlies. <laughs> the Detroit decided to go back to the worst jerseys from the nineties outside of Vancouver. Like what are we doing? There are two bad things that happened in the nineties. You wanna know what it was? Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and Grant Hill having to Bill. wear this fucking jersey. Okay? I'm just saying. Grant Hill having to wear this jersey, getting drafted by Detroit, instead of being able to wear the old school jerseys mm. of Lambert, Thomas, and Rodman, and all them—that's just disgusting. <clears throat> um, this is—I mean, c- come on, man! Like all the numbers got to look like an exhaust tailpipe. Well, guess what? They're <laughs> yeah. going to be getting raped up that tailpipe all right. for the whole year. <laughs> so. Get this off the screen. <laughs> Next up, we got the Cleveland Cavs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, some sort of inner city high school jersey. <laughs> <laughs> These look like the uh, training, like practice jerseys to me. I don't get it. Okay, so this is weird because this is the only one that I actually like. <laughs> I've been around. <I've> <laughs> You guys have liked all the others. I've hated all the others. The only thing I like about these Cleveland jerseys is the white one because they were able to take the old school Cavs logo. I see what you're saying, yeah. Okay, and put it with like the modern colors. I thought that was neat. The other ones, I mean, shit, LeBron James won a title in that black one they just put out, except that it had sleeves on it. So mm. they did better by taking the sleeves off. Uh, but that white one with the old school Cavs logo. <clears throat> it looks clean to me. Um, in case okay. you guys have noticed, um, outside of my Seattle Seahawks, I like jerseys to be clean looking. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm actually a fan of the Cavs white one. 
The other ones, I'll let them. On to the Wizards, which they also, yeah. with the uh, Nationals. If you guys say you like these ones, I'm signing off. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I... They, they're supposed to be cherry blossom because it's DC, but they just look like ah, cotton candy blossom. to me. <laughs> Tasteful. I understand it now. Cherry blossom. <laughs> they look like Pepto Bismol. Yeah, this does not. I mean, honestly, watching that team sometimes I will get upset <laughs> stomach. So I might as well <laughs> promote hey, it. The Washington, the, okay, the Washington Nationals actually did a pretty good job with their city edition jerseys, mainly mm. baseball, because there's like there's highlights. Yes, things. yes. We didn't need to go full Pepto Bismol. Not even right. the Miami Heat. Oh, okay. We're right. going full Pepto Bismol <laughs> with the ping. I don't know why we got to try to be the Miami Heat of the North here. They're not good enough. Even even when my team ain't on the list, it's on the list. <laughs> not good look. <laughs> I'm saying that you're no. I'm saying that your team hasn't done that. Like your team, Shaq, and this is what I'm gonna say. Like the City Edition jerseys, outside of the serial killer shit that they did last year with, <laughs> right. the, with the weird numbers. Outside of that, like the Miami Vice looking ones they've done. Those yeah. are some of the cleanest city edition uniforms <clears throat> that I've seen in any sport. Like Miami's done it right for the most part outside of last year. Like they've had some really clean looking good jerseys, and that's probably the best compliment you're gonna get out of me when it comes to the Miami. Moving on to San Antonio here. Jesus Christ. I no not much of a comment here. Yeah, not only they look horrible, but I feel like they could have done. I, I mean, as much as I'm a person who's gonna be like, I like black jerseys. I feel like it's a little bit <laughs> too much. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys? Okay, so they're coming out with two of them, right? Yeah, they yeah. got the the city edition one that it's all black, and then they got this other one that got some terracotta crap up the sleeve. Like, uh, uh-huh. if I buy a jersey to a San Antonio Spurs game and they're wearing those jerseys. I should get some free enchiladas. I'm just saying. Taco <laughs> something. I don't care. Um, but their statement, again, is they call this a statement edition. Yes. Spurs. And their tagline on this one was, not where we've been, but where we're going. Yeah. Sums it all up. Bitch, like, are you talking about going to a black hole without Tim Duncan? Because that's where your <laughs> franchise is going without, like, y'all ain't been relevant since Duncan left, <laughs> Duncan's been gone so long that he has like 15 inch dreads. And he had no right. hair when he retired. <laughs> so that was the last time that the Spurs were relevant. So I don't know why they had that tagline. It's not about where you've been, but where you're going. Like, bitch, you better be representing where you've been because that's all you have is where you've been. Because you're not going anywhere. I don't. I don't know. But I don't know. Sell some jerseys. Jesus. Last but not least, so the Jazz brought out the whole the whole shebang. And the the main uh throwback here is of course the nineties, the purple one with the uh the mountains on it. Which to me I think is the coolest NBA jersey is the throwback jazz nineties jerseys. I like the purple one. 
the whole oh like some awkward puke yellow type of shit going on. I hate it, but like the everything else, I like the purple. <laughs> okay, okay, you guys clearly did not live through the nineties. I was born in ninety three, so <laughs> where the NBA. NBA literally fucked up every iconic jersey in the NBA in the 90s. And you guys are going to say you like this one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Okay. I love this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here, here's what I'm going to say. If they're going to wear this jersey at home, you know what they need to do? They need to put a red and black silhouette of where Michael Jordan <laughs> hit that dagger in game six in the 98 finals. Because that solidifies that jersey for me. Okay? Because Carl Malone and Short Short Stockton are not putting on these jerseys. Hell, we don't even know Donovan Mitchell's putting on these goddamn jerseys. <laughs> so, I mean, Hornacek's not coming back. Uh, you guys probably don't even know who Jeff Hornacek is, goddamn it. But you love these jerseys. These jerseys are disgusting. The purple ones with the yellow and the white trim with the jazz, that's where you need to go. You need the early 90s, 80s jazz. That's what you need to do. This one's nasty. I don't know. Good God. That's <laughs> ridiculous. I dig the unapologetically 90s style. In, in case you guys haven't noticed, I hate everything 90s. <laughs> As I've seen. And that's what everybody's doing. The only one you liked is one we hated. <laughs> yeah. Sums it all so, up. Yes. Well, so somebody... Somebody has good taste, and the other ones are named Jalen and Shaq. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Jalen, we could talk about your shoes all goddamn day, man. Our next uh, piece we... of news could be <laughs> before Millen goes on a rent about uniforms. Uh, Raycon Smith demands a trade out of Chicago. I mean, it is Chicago, so. <laughs> I don't know uh, what I can say about it other than I would demand to trade out there too. I, I didn't uh, look into this fully. I just saw that new coaching staff comes in in Chicago and he felt that he wasn't being um, valued high enough or like, being treated as he thought he should be. So he, he wants out. Um, Mainland, I don't know if you have a better understanding of. So. <laughs> Basically, what's going on here is that they gave it. It's not so much the coaching staff; it's the front office. Right. There, yeah. there, there's a new front office there, and they were offering him a contract that wouldn't. He's he's in line to get like the next big contract for a linebacker, right? If he would have signed the contract that the Bears offered him, it would have made him the 13th highest paid linebacker in the NFL. And it would have had a de-escalating contract, which would have meant that he would have been getting paid less every year instead of more every year. And they mm. weren't exactly giving giving him a big signing bonus. So in conjunction with the NFLPA's agent, he turned that down because he was like, this is kind of bad for the linebacker market as a whole because it would act as like a springboard to devaluing the linebacker market. So from what he says which is only one part of the story. I completely understand this. Uh, the Bears have not really talked about the situation, but I'll talk about something kind of fucked up that they did in a couple seconds. Um, he says that he's tried to approach them several times during the offseason um, to try to get a more fair contract. 
and he's been put with take it or leave it every time. So hmm. you're talking about a guy that's been in the NFL for four to five years, I think five years now. Last year, 163 tackles. That was only 25 off of the NFL lead, uh, which was from my own Seahawks, Jordan Brooks, by the way. Uh, he did have three sacks and one interception. And over the last five years, he has 524 tackles, 14 sacks, and five interceptions. And he's never had less than 100 tackles in any year. So he's he's more than in his right to think of, hey, give me top market money for a linebacker that linebackers deserve, and they're trying to pay him less than that. Okay. Now, what the Bears have done today, because he came out with that yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what the Bears did today? I do not. Cut they em. took them off of the. They, 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 they no. They, they took them off the pup list. Huh. You, you want to know why they took them off the pup list? Why is that? Because if you're on the pup list, you can't be fined for missing practice. I see. So they took him off the pup list today <laughs> so that they can start fining him right. for his holdout and refusing to practice. Like, damn, man, that's cold-blooded. Yeah. So th- this is – and, you know, if this just talks about how dysfunctional the Bears right. are when you think about linebackers, right? You think about when you think about linebackers, you think about Buckus, you think about Singletary, you think about Erlacher, you think about Khalil Mack, who got a monster contract from them. You think about some of the best that have played in their generation played for the Bears during those decades. And here's another one that's playing very good. I wouldn't say he's the best, but he's playing very good, mm-hmm. wanting fair market value. And the Bears are kind of kind of sticking it to him right now. And he's probably got to be thinking to himself, with Justin Fields at quarterback, the defense is going to have to pull a lot of weight um, in the division with the Vikings and the Packers. Um, so, I mean, I think he was smart to kind of get his version of the story out. But like I said, there's there's two sides to every story. Yeah. But it doesn't. It just doesn't look like it's going to end well for him. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a whole lot of. He doesn't have a whole lot of ground to stand on. Um, especially the way the Bears are treating him, and I don't think the Bears are going to trade him because what trade value are they going to get right now? Right. So with, with an expiring contract at the end of the year, you're getting a one-year rental for someone that's probably going to leave in free agency want to get the biggest deal because he's already talking about not happy with the contract he's been offered so just just interesting true feel that transition to serena williams who's gonna finally retire after this u.s opens um i would say probably one of the most like one of the more iconic sports like names out there you put them up there i feel like tyra woods and everybody out there finally leaving so it's just very sad to see, but at least she's leaving on a, I'm not waiting till her career is bottoming out to find a side saying I'm yeah. going to go. So it was like good for her for making a good decision, being like I know when to stop. So much respect to her, and sad to see her stop. Yeah, this this is like a pretty big deal. The fact that she's going to be uh, stepping away from tennis, um, I. She's on my Mount Rushmore as far as athletes go. Um, I get it though; like she was 
I, I read this interview that she did with Vogue and uh, she's basically saying like <clears throat> she's ready for the next chapter of her life and you know, her kid's getting a bit older now which is still crazy because it feels like she just had Was her daughter <laughs> yeah like recently but I saw a picture of her kid and she's like relatively older now um, but yeah like she's 41 now um, she's like alright she it's a bittersweet thing to, for her to step away but she knows that she kind of needs to to move on to the next thing in her life so um like Shaq said kudos to her for stepping away you know a bit early rather than a bit late um very excited to see how she performs in the the u.s open come the end of the month uh, but it's just crazy to think of a world that the greatest tennis player that uh we've seen is going to be stepping away it's really really nuts well i would i would definitely agree with you on like on the mount rushmore right because when i think of the last 20 years i think of six people okay um i think of tiger woods I think of serena williams I think of tom brady I think of Peyton Manning because I think he revolutionized the quarterback position, the way it's being played now, the way that you know quarterbacks have the ability to you know call the game at the line of scrimmage. Um, I think of people like Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. Those are the those are the six to me over the last twenty years. And Serena Williams won won her first Grand Slam. In 1998 the Australian Open now we're talking about 2022 and she's won 23 Grand Slams more than any other tennis player ever even men's okay? there, there's three men's uh, and there's god damn it I can't think of them there's three men's players that, that have won um, Federer, and there's another Nadal, Nadal maybe I think of God. Yes, Nadal. Jesus Lord. Okay, <laughs> so they 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 they've all won over twenty. No one's hit twenty three. Okay, mm. but with that twenty three, she's <clears throat> also won fourteen doubles Grand Slams with her sister. Right, and she's a four time gold medalist in the Olympics. Um, and her sister, Venus Williams, was supposed to be the one that was like everyone was touting is going to be the better of the two sisters, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, there was a movie made about them. Um, and Great you know, they're, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they, Will Smith you know, and everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, apparently, you know, uh, the Williams sisters had an abusive father, which is great that they tagged Will Smith for that role because he was good at <laughs> slapping people. Um, but they like she is just iconic in a sense, not just for America, but worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, in what she's been able to accomplish in her career. Like I said, 23 Grand Slams individual, <clears throat> 14 doubles unheard of, and four gold medals. Um, that you can stack that up against achievements of any other professional athlete um, in the world over the last 20 years, and it's probably better than anybody <clears throat> else's. Yeah, she's so, pretty much the most 
decorated yeah. athlete of all time. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So much respect to this young lady for going, really going out there and just balling out and then just choosing. It's like, before I make a fool of myself and flop in, let me go ahead and just step back, take care of me and my family and my people, and just let y'all mm-hmm. remember my legacy before I ruin it myself. Excited to see what, you know what, what her- she does next. You know what it really makes me think of is that I haven't accomplished shit in my life because we're the same age <laughs> and she has 37 grand slam titles between singles and doubles and four gold medals. And uh, so I'm well, uh, let's not think point, like that because in, in that context, so, none of us are doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when, I, when I read that she was 41 years old, I was like, well, god damn. Like, what have I done with? Uh, we're not going to compare ourselves to that. Because <laughs> I was thinking about it. LeBron went out of high school to NBA. Uh. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go transition to another wonderful comp section to talk to you, the people, or community. Yes. Comments. Get to hear y'all's two cents and opinions about uh. what y'all may think you know about sports. <laughs> 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 well said. <laughs> Gonna go first with our KDs and it, KD and his Nets beef and see what y'all think his opinions are. Yeah, um, let me pull up Instagram here. Sorry, folks. Uh, so there was a poll on. I asked the question of who you guys think is leaving. Sixty-eight percent of you said. KD is leaving. 32% said that Steve Nash is. A couple of the comments on Instagram says uh, Grackle Jack says KD gets traded to the WNBA on principle. Does that mean that Brittany Griner is going to join the NBA? <laughs> we will trade <laughs> KD for Brittany. <laughs> like, like, you know. <laughs> there's gotta be a futures contract though because <laughs> nine year future contract um yeah. and gullick shout out to nori he says nothing changes kd nash and the gm will all stay nori I, i'm on your same page on that one and i'm just going to tiktok real quick to see what's <laughs> i hate <laughs> well, 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 let me ask you guys this question: What, what, what do you guys think happens if the Nets do stand pat? They don't get rid of the front office and they don't trade Kevin Durant. Like, what, they what don't do you do well. think is going to happen? Well, do you? Okay, but do you guys think that Kevin Durant is going to hold out? I think he at this point traded? he may, because if he's gone this far to to talk all this noise, kind of. I don't think he's just gonna go play. I feel like he'll be like, all right, well, I have to hold their feet to the fire. I'm not gonna play. On the side note, before Jalen hits the TikTok comments, G Money does say, "Melon, don't sell yourself short." Look at that beard. She doesn't have a beard like that. <laughs> 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 You're damn right. I will say this. You guys want to know what I'm really hoping for? You guys want to know what I really want to have happen in this whole situation? What's that? I want to see Kevin Durant 
full of James Harden. Get fat. <laughs> what would be better for television if Kevin Durant shows up wearing a double, like an XL jersey <laughs> with those little ass chicken legs of his? <laughs> like, he would look like. I don't know. He would look like somebody in a chicken costume outside of Popeye's with his little ass legs and a big ass stomach. I want to see Kevin Durant in a fat suit people <laughs> playing basketball, not giving a shit about anything until somebody trades him. Pull a James Harden. Y'all drink the same water. You might as well do it. We've all poisoned with the same water. You might as well do it. That's what I want to see. I want to see a fat Kevin Durant with those. Like, have you guys ever looked at his calves? <laughs> you guys ever looked at him? Man. I had number two piss pencils in high school that were thicker than Kevin Durant's calves. Man, built like All you right. couldn't walk I'm for fifteen saying, years. <laughs> like, no, that that man's. I'm not gonna say it. I'm, not gonna say it. <laughs> right, I'm just learning. I want to see Kevin Durant in a fat suit. And just for the record, if I'm not gonna say a joke, then it's bad, people. Yeah, I bet. I pretty much say everything. Um, on TikTok, the votes were much closer. Fifty-one percent say Nash. Forty-nine Durant. I think the exact numbers are twenty-four votes for Steve Nash, twenty-three for Kevin Durant. So pretty down the middle. Um. Not Victor says they are staying. 3 a.m. says, could you imagine LeBron doing this type of behavior? But the media protects KD so much, secretly hating LeBron. It's disgusting. Conspiracy? When, when, when is the media ever secretly hated LeBron? They've always. Yeah, I don't LeBron. know what secret it was. But. There's a reason why LeBron hasn't won 10 MVPs. It's because the media doesn't like him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That man has been the best player on the planet for like 13 years and he's won four MVPs. <laughs> but that's yeah. still less egregious than Kobe Bryant winning one. I would just say. And, uh, I think our next subject is going to be who is going to be the most underrated player going to this new NFL season? Yeah. Uh, Malin posed this question on Monday and on Instagram... We of course have Nestor. Shout out to Nestor saying Tua. Of course, he also says go Dolphins. Also says Seahawks about to have a midseason. Well, the way that Tyreek Hill has been licking Tua's nuts, I don't know how we can call Tua underrated at this point because Tyreek Hill is like his hype machine. Um, hyping him up like nobody's business. And uh, my Seahawks don't even have a quarterback. We have Geno Smith and Drew Locke, and I'm telling you guys right now, we'll have a better record than the Dolphins. Oh, put that on record, folks. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Seahawks will have a better record than the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) Can we put a bet? No quarterback. Can we we put a bet on that? No quarterback. Can we put a bet on that? Uh, Shaq, you and I are going to be putting a bet on something later. Don't worry about uh, it. First of all, all right. <laughs> first of all, don't claim my money. <laughs> Second, this is you and Nestor. I'm just trying to be a middleman in the process. I ain't got no dog in this fight. 
the next comment is from YPC underscore TJ dot four. I don't know what I guess you need. There's three other TJs. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Okay. We like that one. Jack. Uh, Your own guy. Okay. I'm going to say controversial opinion as much as I dog and hate this team out and we make fun of this team <laughs> on a week-to-week basis. I feel like Dak Prescott. I feel like he has a lot to prove this season. What? I'm moving on to the next comment. I want to hear no Dak Prescott. How can a top five paid NFL quarterback <laughs> underrated? I, I feel like deep down we still think he ain't shit, but like <laughs> the media hypes him. But anyway, continue, Jalen. Moving to YouTube, uh, Garbage Dinner Gaming says Byron Pringle. <laughs> and. <some> good chips. <laughs> Thicko Mode says Brandon Ayuk. Right, Ayuk. right now, who? Thicko Mode. <laughs> okay, these people need to. Start coming up with better usernames. That's ridiculous. Pretty good. <laughs> you need a I'm goddamn English major to say some of these names, people. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I do. I do like his pick though, Brandon. You, I feel like that's a pretty underrated okay. player. So okay, so social media, I get it. Shaq, outside of Dak Prescott. Who's underrated in your opinion? Uh, Dak Prescott. Jesus <laughs> I do feel, except, except for Mason Rudolph on our quarterback list, I do say our other two quarterbacks a little bit underrated, even by me <laughs> and my aspect. I still think they can hold their own when it comes to... <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You cannot <laughs> shit on Big Ben's grave who hasn't even died yet. Ninety-seven episodes, and then start talking about Mitchell Trubisky, Little Piggy Pickett, and you know hands on Little Girls Rudolph is being underrated. What? What? <laughs> So clearly, <laughs> Shaq is still dealing with the back pains, and he's on medication. So Jalen, G Money just said Trubisky is underrated. Stop it! <laughs> you guys are messing each other before the show starts. <laughs> Thank you, G Money, a man with experience and knowledge in the sports world. Anyway, an underrated player for me. If I'm not going to be a homer, I'm going to pick a different team. Um. I feel like Joey Bosa is pretty underrated. I feel like his brother gets a lot of the the limelight. Um, but Joey's actually a very good defensive end, and uh, yeah, I think that that's just one of those things that comes like the the Watt brothers. Like for a while, it was JJ who got you know a lot of the shine, and then everybody was like, "Oh, DJ's actually fucking crazy good." Um, yeah, maybe it's just one of those brother things. But Joey Bosa, I I feel like he's pretty underrated. My pick. I, I feel you on that because he had some injuries the first couple of years, and then Nick Bosa came in as a rookie with the 49ers and right. went to Super Bowls, and the Chargers have been the Chargers. So yeah, yeah. I can, man, I can feel that. 
How about yours? Oh, me? Oh, funny that you would. <laughs> um, Are you no. gonna say? Uh, <laughs> can you pick? No, it? I'm not. I'm not gonna say Geno Smith. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, so, so, somebody that I think is actually underrated because they've been a stalwart for the Bengals for a couple of years now, and I think they're being overshadowed by Jamar Chase by a lot, is Higgins, mm-hmm. the wide receiver out of Cincinnati. Um, he, he, he's a baller, man. Um, and he, he, he catches everything that comes to him. Um, I think that if it was just Burrow and Chase, uh, Chase would be getting triple teamed by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Higgins... Not only does Higgins allow Chase to not get the deep safety covering him on every snap, but he also catches contested balls, and he came up big in the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was not just the DeMar Chase show with, with Burrow. Like Higgins was a big factor in that. Um, and if I had a second one, uh, someone I think is a little bit underrated uh, that people give him a lot of crap for. Um, I actually think that Jalen Hurts is a little underrated for what he's been able to do with the Eagles because they went to the playoffs. Hey, they went to the playoffs last year. They did. With, 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 with that man. Um, and so I, I'm expecting bigger and better things from him uh, this year after getting a wide receiver at Tennessee Jones. Um, and they they've got some more weapons in there, and I'm 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 looking at Jalen Hurts having one of those put up or shut up years, mm-hmm. um, and actually kind of balling out a little bit and being a little bit better than what people think, and giving Dallas a little bit more for their a little bit bigger run for their money than people think. But a lot of people forget the fact that it wasn't Dak Prescott in the playoffs last year representing the NFC East. It was number one. And the Eagles, number one in your hearts, Jalen Hurts, <laughs> who has got – hey, listen, this man has got passed over a lot, okay? Um, he, you know, Tua won a, won a national championship off the back of Jalen Hurts because they wouldn't have been to the national championship game without him in mm-hmm. Alabama. And then he went to Oklahoma and balled out. And I don't know what it, what it was about Jalen Hurts that didn't win the Heisman, but goddamn Baker Mayfield – and uh, Little Murray won a Heisman, but not Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts had just as good of numbers as those two in Oklahoma when he played in Oklahoma. So I kind of feel like he's been underrated ever since he's even been in college. Not really, like, people appreciating the, the type of talent that he has. So so I think, I think he's a little <laughs> bit underrated coming into this year. As someone who had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase on my fantasy team last year, I can tell you that Higgins was also getting the ball a ton and, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> like he was also putting up big fantasy points last year. I don't want to hear about this that man's makes, fantasy until fantasy. That, that makes me so goddamn mad that you had Joe Burrow Chase on your fantasy Shut the fuck up. Man. God damn it. Don't this man <laughs> I'm coming back from again this, this year, had, baby. All right. This man has to throw in his fantasy team. This, we'll we'll this, say one thing. Is that, uh, you know, this year's fantasy squad is going to have yours truly, G-Money, 
on the team and my brother Pete Smith who's also his name is actually Chris so it's not Pete I don't know why he has Pete he can tell you that but they are very good at fantasy so Jalen is going to have his work cut out for him especially because I think Jalen has 22 people in our fantasy <laughs> league this year uh, so we're going to be drafting a lot of four string running backs by the sixth round that's going to be a lot of fun we're going to have to step up on our wider on our knowledge on all the backups. Yes. Make, the, make sure it's to. very clear. Everybody's got to stack up on their knowledge. Yeah. I'm going right. to have to know <laughs> free agents that aren't even on a team <laughs> right. to be able to draft with the amount of people on our fantasy team this year. As It'll long as we keep certain individuals in it, I don't got to worry about being last, but you know, my <laughs> love. Don't, don't worry, Shaq. You'll still be able to draft Mitchell Trubisky and Najee Harris, and hey, you might even draft Juju because he's playing with Patrick Mahomes this year. I got eight inch picking in there. Wouldn't surprise me. Are you still going to draft a number two? Is he going to be your number two? <laughs> That's unbelievable. Is he going to be your number two pick again? Good old Juju. Anyway, we got to transition to a break here, y'all. Y'all go ahead and get your pee break in, your refreshing alcohol while you Jews make fun of me, but it's all right. <laughs> We will be back Juju, baby. in seven. I bet, Sha- I bet Shaq's the only person to draft a Juju in the second round in all of ESPN fantasy practice. I would like to think years. so. <laughs> you can hold your nipple all you want, Shaq, but you still did it. We'll be back in seven and a half minutes. Remember to follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at AFR Sports. That's it, AFR Sports. Now back to the show with your hosts, Jalen, Shaquille, and Malin. Welcome, welcome back, y'all, to the soothing sounds of AFR. As you can see, we, see, but we got G-Money joining us here. He's coming for his usual second half appearances, blessing us with his wonderful knowledge of sports. Hope y'all got Hoping I got your refill right. alcohol and your bathroom break and whatever you need. G Money, what's going on? Hey, Jalen, it's, it's a great night here on the West Coast. Uh, I want to thank you all for having me on again. I swear, I mean, I'm becoming the uh, natural here. Yes, you are. Uh... <laughs> I mean, when, when Shaq was talking about the afternoon, he was talking about the West Coast. There it is. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> do we want? Do we want to make the music louder? Like, what we... <laughs> Sorry, my hands are occupied right now. <laughs> Just trying to make sure that G Money is on the screen. I get G Money's face on. If we're gonna get. All, if we're gonna get. Whoa. I see. I see what Jalen's doing. Jalen's. Hitting the screen with uh, right. myself and G Money. That's alright, y'all. I want right. Who doesn't like some good? I'm sorry, when I saw Thicko mode, I just thought Travis Scott. Thicko so mode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to transition to our next subject of the afternoon after our usual break, and that is our shots. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm talking about. Jill and see me try to save my own self. <laughs> you, you caught it pretty well. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. 
Shit, my nigga racing. Don't <laughs> complain about the music. You get the point of the goddamn shot. Nah, G Money just drinking a big ass beer. That's what he's drinking. What what beer are you drinking, G Money? Thor Equinox. It's a uh, Belgian style dark. There we go. There we go. So just so the viewers don't think that we're doing a time warp, we got us on the East Coast. So it was dark as shit out here. And we got G Money on the West Coast up in uh, just south of Seattle, Washington, where it's still daylight out. So that's why Shaq was saying afternoon earlier. It's new. My forehead predicted the future. <laughs> I need G Money I mean, to be probably here. Probably in, in several time zones. Right. Shaq, what's going on in China right now? Uh, uh, profit of American <laughs> dollars. <in it. laughs> well, what, what, what beer are you guys drinking tonight? Still, though. I'm still on the same mode. The moon haze, the blue moon haze. Oh, that juicy haze! I, oh. That's a good one. That's anyway. a good one. Go ahead. Let's transition to the what's up with that. We share a little what's been sitting on our mind for the past couple of days in the sports world. Any volunteers or anybody wants to go first? Jalen Brown. There I would like go. to volunteer. Oh. Not too late now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Jalen's about to be sworn in as president or he has a what's up with that. I don't know I'm going to put out my one single what's up with that first. Um, it's not even a specific thing. It's kind of a general thing with the fact that the Detroit Lions are on hard knocks this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what's better television than the head coach eating kneecaps i don't know what I've, could be better i've got to say we've only had one episode out since yesterday but after we had mike mccarthy and the cowboys last year with a snooze fest dan campbell is makes great tv like he is really entertaining to watch um it's just a shame the team is so god awful. <laughs> you, you guys want to know what the Detroit Lions are and Hard Knocks is? One of them I equate it to. I equate it to the movie Remember the Titans without the wins. That's what I equate it to. You got no. a whole lot of passionate speeches, a whole lot of a whole lot of camaraderie, a whole lot of passion. What a bunch of else following. <laughs> We got a lot of passion, but we ain't gonna win shit. That's what that's what we got. So, it'd be like remember the Titans, and they went, you know, oh and whatever. And, and that. that that's my. There ain't what's no title that. in their future. That's for their guy. No Jesus, no. G money, you got a what's right. up with that, or was it mailing? Which one of you? I, I, I'll I'll go first because I actually have two. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with one of mine. So I'm gonna read. <laughs> Something here, all right. Because well, well, one of our favorites, Antonio Brown, is podcast, right? and uh, this is what Antonio Brown said in his podcast. Okay, this is, this is great. Watch out, America! Here we go. Okay, so this is what Antonio Brown said on the podcast. My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to a Raiders game Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at a UPS driver 
where it definitely doesn't involve <laughs> taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret, this is Antonio Brown, my biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what it was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rock. I don't know what he means by talking about Jesus performing at Red Rock. I don't know if he was talking about Jesus, Jesus on tour. Like uh, Savior on tour. That, 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 that Jesus raising somebody from the dead might be a bigger spectacle, but we didn't have social media Next week or I'll be in television Tampa. at that point. Uh, but here's my thing. Um, I don't even think that you need science to prove whether or not someone alive has CTE. <laughs> you just have Antonio Brown. I don't yes. know what this man is so far beyond <laughs> fucking crazy that he's like, you know what? My biggest regret is that I couldn't watch myself. Like, what did this did this bitch want to have a GoPro <laughs> on himself with a little camera in his helmet so he could watch himself? I mean, this is the same man that was filming live in Steelers locker rooms. Yep, same dude. That, that got same dude. in a lot of trouble. Um, I, I don't know. Just damn. Like, I know that Antonio Brown was yes. a beast. I think the, be- I I think the best Every thing of it. I think the best thing I ever saw Antonio Brown do was put his foot to the Cincinnati Bengals kicker's face <laughs> on a kick return. Like, if he could have seen himself doing that live, he would have busted the nut to his own. Understand. Yeah. He would have lost it right there. He'd have had an orgasm <laughs> if he'd have saw himself do that. Um, but he was a generational talent. The problem is, is that a perfect hit him in the head really hard. Uh, and that was that. <laughs> um, that was the end. So I got, since you got, since you got two, I got one and a half. So I'll share my first one. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> My first one is since we mentioned it, X Theaters. My other one is uh, one of your peeps, Marshawn Lynch, getting arrested for a DUI. <laughs> Marshawn, can you explain that to me? Why this man has all the money in the world and can't afford to pay somebody to drive him around or an Uber like a normal person at least? I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, something tells me it's not. Obviously, you can afford it. I yeah. think it's just a. I'm fine. I've done this a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, hey, yeah, but still. Just, game. Yeah, the man was drinking right. a Hennessy before a game. So it's not like <laughs> what what's surprising to me is not that it happened. It's that it happened now. Like that it's never happened. That's a before. good counter to that. Like <laughs> like like this is the first time he's been hit with driving under the influence. I bet that man lives his life. Under the influence, right? That man tried wakes to up light with up a... something. No, we're talking about the same man that tried to light up weed with Al Davis's eternal flame at the Oakland Coliseum, and we're gonna try to act like 
weren't like this is the first time he's driven under the influence. Now, what I will say <clears throat> is that he's better than Richard Sherman. Here's why: both of them wrecked a car under the influence. Wanted to know what Marshawn Lynch did? He sat on the curb and waited for the police to come. You know what Richard Sherman did? <laughs> Found his in-laws' house and tried to beat down their fucking door. Okay? So, one fled the scene in his Seahawks training camp right now, coaching up DBs. The other guy has a mugshot that looks like everyday Marshawn Lynch. Um, so, I think he sat on the curb because he's just there so he doesn't get fined. But he's still going to get fined. Um, but, no, like, I, I'm, I'm of the ilk of thinking, like, how has this not happened yet? How is this the first time? This man has been popped with <clears throat> under the influence because we all know who Marshawn Lynch is. I just got to say, when you brought up that uh, Richard Sherman he, uh, video, in Buffalo for that. Uh, he, he probably did. When that Sherman video came out last year or whatever, I saw a comment on Instagram that said, "Man, that front door's got better defense than the New York Jets." <laughs> 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 but defense a lot of teams in the NFL. <laughs> what, 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 what were you saying, G Money? That wasn't his first time he got popped before? Yeah, he got popped in Buffalo. Who we talking about? Oh, yes. Yes, he did. He got popped in Buffalo. You are right. Yes, Marshawn Lynch got popped in the great state of New York playing for the Buffalo Bills. My. But- I forgot about that. My point five is just the fact that we haven't mentioned, well, Zion Williams, a part of his bonus co- bonuses to his contract is that he stays under a certain weight. <laughs> Can we just find out how funny that is that they got to <laughs> pay this man not to be weight claws? Yes, yeah, so you got to pay this man not to be fat. <laughs> is that... Okay. <laughs> The reverse dude, Santa dude, Claus contract. Exactly. <laughs> Based on contracts, there's two things that we can count on. One, Zion Williams cannot stay away from Swiss rolls. Okay, the man probably eats them by the dozen. Could you pick number a more two, disgusting <laughs> sweet? No, 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 number two, Kyler Murray apparently doesn't watch tape. Those are two of the funniest. Contract stipulations. Yeah, I've seen in contract if I think about it, this, is like, yo, they only gave you that contract because they know they ain't gonna pay you. They they know they ain't gonna pay you at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> they know at some point of the year you are gonna get fat. So you gotta pay for that. Somebody has to have Zion's knees, okay, under consideration because he don't. I definitely like, got. Man, look at that load. Then like, got no Meg knees going on. Put the Swiss cake down and come underweight. That man is. The man is like Eddie Fatty Lazy 2.0. This man, the only, the only person to feed himself is himself. All oh. <laughs> oh, right, just because Eddie Lacy can't couldn't find a jersey in Seattle <laughs> to fit him into his pants, I, you ain't gotta be hating on me. Let's. Do we need to talk about Antonio Brown more? I I can't go by this man's <laughs> official nickname, Eddie Fatty Lacy. <laughs> Is that why he didn't play in Seattle? He could find a jersey. I thought it was Eddie. I thought it was Eddie. Uh, G Money, what's your what's up? Eddie Bacon. 
Eddie Buffet. Eddie Buffet. That's Eddie Etouffee. Eddie Lacey ain't going to Vegas no more because there are hardly any buffets left. Eddie Heavyweight Lacey. Super well, what's your what's up with that there, Gary? Four for four. So, so I got two, but I, I'll go with the one that I thought I was going to get banned on Facebook for. Um, Just get banned so, here. get banned on YouTube for it. We'll see if we get banned on YouTube for it. There's this Cleveland f- fan who oh boy. said that the reason the fans aren't coming out to watch the baseball team play is because the baseball team is woke. That's why they're not. He goes, they're winning, but nobody's coming out to watch them because that team is woke. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Because they changed their name from the Indians to the Guardians. I said, they're not coming out to cle- to watch the team play because everybody knows they're going to fucking choke. Cleveland, you know, the old stadium was known as a mistake by the lake. The whole fucking city is a mistake by the goddamn lake. There's only two <laughs> groups of people in that city, criminals and fucking white trash. And you have to be white trash. <laughs> so, right. I would just like to point out to all of you that I am not the one discriminating upon an entire city. This episode, that is G Money. That is not my words. That is his. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, that city could get nuked and would be just fine. Um. I'm just saying. I just want to say it. I feel like y'all hate me. Y'all choose the episode that's supposed to be guiding <laughs> to lose y'all godforsaken minds. <laughs> was, hold on. What did what got you banned on Facebook? Did you put that exact comment on there? Yeah, but I, I, I probably got them recorded. I, I haven't gotten banned yet. But oh. yeah, I, 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 put, I put that on there. And, and, and a, a few other sentences. <laughs> you know, basically that you know, you have no clue what baseball is, and you know, why don't you go back to following freaking the pro bowling tour or something? I would, I would just like to put it out there, and it's probably going to be of no surprise to anybody listening to the show. I've actually served four 30 day bans from Facebook on websites. I've been lucky the last eight months. I have not been there the last eight months. That's no surprise to um, me at all. I have figured out that I can use emojis to get my point across and this it doesn't get you banned. This man has almost been half. Uh, <laughs> I was, almost been half so, a year just on probation from Facebook. <laughs> I, I, got, I got banned during Christmas, so I couldn't even show Christmas pictures to my own kids. If this surprises this you, something I wrote on Facebook. If this surprises you, don't I watch the show. No, you, you guys want to know what got me banned from Facebook for thirty days Christmas and New Year? I called somebody a twat. There was an English person. I called him a twat, and I got banned for thirty days. This is also the same like, man. All the things I could get banned of. That's what gives me banned again. This is also but, the same man that said that the Make-A-Wish kid wouldn't survive the New York Giants' next pick. It's, he it's, probably is dead now. He's probably not even watching training camp. I told y'all he's never going to watch that pick play live. Probably haven't. Uh, but again, I digress. Um, here, 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 Here's my other what's up with that. So, 
Jalen, wipe the tears from your eyes. Everything. <laughs> so I saw a stat of the top ten teams that have scored the most points since 2015. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys. Is it football? Who do you? It's football in the NFL. Who do you guys think is number ten <clears throat> on that list? <laughs> <laughs> Number 10. Uh, Since 2015. Oh. Uh, the Packers? The Saints? Packers? The Saints? Okay, the, Packer, the Packers are number six, and the Saints are number three. So three. we'll go we'll Tampa. Tampa is actually number two, which I find funny. Because Tom Brady's only played for the team for two years, yet they're number two on the list. How? 1,857 points. Well, Jameis Winston is famous for throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. I forgot about that. So, So, number 10 on on that list is actually Jalen's team, the New England Patriots. Oh, look at that. At 1,647 points. Who do you guys think is number five on that list? Well, the Packers are six. <laughs> Mathematically, oh, of course. Jalen... <laughs> Jalen's thinking. Doing process of elimination. Dallas? Dallas is number seven. Dallas is number seven. Are you going to say Seattle? No, Seattle's number nine. We scored more points than the Patriots. Shut the fuck up. Okay. We we scored one thousand six hundred and eighty seven, so we scored thirty more points than you guys. We've accounted for Tampa, points. Seattle, Seattle. New England, Green Bay. I don't want to say it because I, I don't want to be that person. But can somebody else say it for me? So I'm not a bandwagon person. Well, this ain't a top thirty list. (laughs) (laughs) With all the shit that Jalen or that Shaq's talked about Big Ben over the last ninety-seven episodes, he shouldn't expect Steelers being on that list. I like to advocate, but to also disown my team at the same time. But is it going to be some team that that we would never expect? Well, number five on that list is the L.A. Rams. Huh. The L.A. Rams are number five. Keep in mind, Jeff Fisher used to be the coach. Okay, uh, So they had some ground to make up. So it's actually pretty impressive they came in number five. Who do you guys think is number one? I'm going to assume it's not Kansas City. <clears throat> what? I'm going to assume it's not Kansas City. Is that your pick? <laughs> His pick is not Kansas City. He's taking the field. <laughs> I'm taking the field on that. <laughs> Kansas City is number one. Oh, God damn it. 1,969. Now, two, three teams that you guys did not mention. The Saints. At number three, at 1,808. I'm surprised you guys didn't say the Saints because they had Drew Brees for so long. He did say the Saints. Who said the Saints? I I feel like I said the Saints. You said it, but it was after the fact when he mentioned when Malin initially mentioned it. Uh, Number four was actually surprising to me. 
the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. At 1,775 points. Now, the team that actually surprised me the most was number eight at the Indianapolis Colts at 1,696 points. The Colts made the top ten since 2015. How the hell did and the Colts make it, not the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> they did have, they did have Andrew Luck for a few years. But this, but this also confuses me because this is the same team since 2015 has also had AB as right. part of their yeah. roster. Killer bees. And, and Juju as part of the roster during that time. So it's very weird. Well, that, well, that was one of my what's up with that part of this whole thing. Is it how were the Steelers not a part of the top ten? Because they did have the killer bees <coughs> at one point. For several years. A big band. Yeah. Okay, they had Antonio Brown before the CTE. Right. Twenty fifteen, that was right. like their that now, was that it. Was seven years ago. Se- seven years ago. So the top ten is Kansas City, Tampa, which I thought was the most surprising. Stupid. I thought that was the most surprising. They were number two. The Saints, Baltimore, the Rams, Green Bay, Dallas, the Colts, Seattle, and New England. But I feel that like that is your top <clears throat> ten for the last seven years. But I feel like in that defense of that team is like I feel that my Steelers have oh, primarily yeah, relied on defense more than offense than anything else in the past couple of years. Who was your best defensive player in the last? <laughs> what? Yes, we know that, but like, well, he's only been there for not seven years. No, not seven <laughs> years, but like, I still feel like collectively, defense wise, it's still a pretty decently okay like defense. So I feel like we've just survived off the fact that we've been in a trash ass division for a while. I would just like, <laughs> I would just like to point out that out of the three favorite teams on this show, uh. Myself and G Money are Seahawks fans, and Jalen is a is a Patriots fan, and Shaq is a Steelers fan. Uh, who can guess which out of those three teams was the last team to win a Super Bowl? How many Super Bowls have y'all won? Okay, I'm just saying. When was the last <laughs> time you won it? Has it been 12 years? That's what I thought. That's just, what I thought. I, I still resort back to my question: <laughs> How many y'all have? Maybe I should start driving. Oh, <laughs> Our driver's getting out of the car. Day that's day like say, that's like them. That's just them roasting my mama as I'm driving this. As I'm driving the car, it's like you know what? <laughs> I know we're going yeah. 70 right now, but we about to argue about this heavy, but <laughs> yeah. So the Steelers won four in the seventies. So what that really means is that Shaq is about to light up a cigarette while the rest of us are driving in the car without seatbelts. How close are y'all wins the next one? Yeah, I feel like y'all. This man acting like he's in his prime of his team right now. Like, <laughs> Malin, you've already taken on the Dolphins' record. You want to take the Steelers' record at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Because we have a better record than Steelers. Are you, are you talking? Last week, this man just talked about my team having a coach that's never had a losing record. All of a sudden, he's going to say that his team's got a better record than mine. <laughs> I mean, Cookie. we do, but that's fine. Over Contradicting himself from week to week. <laughs> okay. First of all, I said that, like, in the beginning of the show. How, like, does your head time travel shack hey, might as well this man <laughs> could talk about travel. some illegit- legitimate quarterback that they don't barely have and somehow still beat my team he has given praise to your Steelers 
However, we have not done the NFC West, so he hasn't he hasn't gone on record for the Seahawks does, yet. Does, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. And I and I'm, I picked the Steelers to have a very respectful record. I'm you just did. saying I'm trying to be as respectful as polite to my co-host and his team as possible, but this man is over here saying my team's got a better record than the Steelers. Like, <laughs> sir, well, sir, have they or have they not? I'm, I'm talking. Are you in the future? I'm talking about this future season. Talking facts. <laughs> okay, we'll see this coming. This coming football weeks. Who who talking okay. to who? <laughs> oh, so so here's my last. What's up with that? Want to hear that, Jack? Not you really. and I are gonna place a bet. <laughs> that sir, and it's not gonna be large. I'm gonna wager five dollars. It's not going to be large because American know you're dollars. Out of work, you're going to go ahead and claim work as your injury, but you know that we haven't been able to validate it yet. But uh, <laughs> a certain two teams are playing on Saturday night at 7 p.m. in the preseason. Are you really trying to wager on preseason games? Is that what we're doing right now? Well, I'm a, de- I'm a degenerate here. Shaq. If you want $5, I can lend you $5. You gotta sit here trying to wager $5. I can loan you. The Seahawks and the Steelers are playing this Saturday at 7 p.m. We ain't talked about that yet, Shaq. We ain't talked about this game. If you're desperate for money, I can loan you some money. We gotta talk about it. I'm just saying we got a we got a vaunted game ahead of us. We got Geno Smith going against Mitch Trubisky Saturday night, 7 p.m. I will absolutely bet five dollars on his game. Absolutely, but like the fact of the matter is, I ain't no bitch, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna wager five dollars. I just gotta make it fun. I just gotta make it fun. I'd like to raise the stakes. I mean, I'm not going to wear a jersey that Shaq don't wash again, so I'm not betting. No, we'll, we'll keep it all this money. <laughs> so, Kevin, why are we, what is this show? Why are we wagering on preseason games? Okay, first of all, who doesn't wager on everything? I Everybody else actually, everything. anyway. I'm, I'm betting money every anyway. week. Do you money want to get on this? Uh, I'll, I'll take the... Uh, <laughs> The option on on the Steelers. Hey, give me give me uh five bucks on the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's chances are Drew um that uh, Gino starts for like the first quarter, first half, and they bring Drew in with the Steelers. It'll be Trubinsky for maybe the first quarter because uh, the Steelers named him their starting quarterback. Um, then they bring in <coughs> little pink Rudolph Red Nose, fake quarterback, <laughs> and, and then after that'll be you know, no hands Pinkett will come in like in the second half. <laughs> I don't bet on preseason games because because nobody so ever does exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but you know, you know, I mean, well, this is the only time the Seahawks are playing them. Listen, when when you're a degenerate gambler like me on sports, you bet on preseason. First of all, the so. fact that you show up in the show, you're at least halfway degenerate. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have something I mean, to I'm really old. look forward to this Saturday. Why? Saturday, seven p.m. Mail it. I just want to say, if my team somehow finds a way to win, I do not want to hear shit about no money or no nothing. I want to see my five dollars. Oh. 
I don't think either one of you guys are are coming away with much of a big win. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying that if Steelers win, I will hand you the five dollars during our draft segment. If they win, but if my team wins, I want my five bucks. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that part of it when it comes down awful. to it. But like, uh, I feel like me <laughs> eating us, me eating us, me eating a sock on his show kind of covers a few bets on this show. I'm just saying. Okay, that now sock first is of all, old. putting a sock in your mouth and taking it out does not qualify as eating the sock, Jack. Anyway, so there's a lot of there's a lot of legality there. Out of it, out of. I don't even know where this show is even transitioning to. The, the, the man put the sock in his mouth and he took it out. He didn't swallow it. He didn't come out of his asshole. That when, man didn't eat no know, sock. I'm not going to go there. The <laughs> Mill actually wanted me to put the sock in my mouth and actually swallow a whole ass sock in the process. This man was trying to kill me. That, wasn't that the bet you made? Was anybody actually. Were you expecting me to actually. Put a sock and swallow a sock on the show. No, they need to call nine one one right after that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we could have had him on speed dial, but I'm just saying, make that. He also said he would eat C four if they lost to the Bengals, and they lost to the Bengals. So, just saying. Well, he didn't say they had. The y- y'all would be running like a three man. He said he'd eat the C four. Y- y'all be act- running a three man show at this point in time. If that was the case. <laughs> Listen, we cannot get mad at people for saying they were going to swallow something and they didn't swallow it. I'm just putting that out there. That's just not the way that the world works. It's not like we haven't heard them from other people in the past. Listen, all I'm saying is that based on Shaq's track record, if the CIS actually win the game, he's probably going to give me $2.50 <laughs> in the draft because he's going to honor half of the bet. So... I just don't say I'm being forced into this bet. It's not even a bet. Hey, now. I don't have enough faith in my team to actually win this game, to be honest I mean, with you. You can say no. But if I, no it's it's preseason. Shaq already doesn't have any faith in his team. <laughs> I got no faith in the Steelers in the preseason, pre-preseason training <laughs> camp, parking. Even the parking lot is like, Steelers fans, they ain't going to find a spot, I promise you. But anyway... <laughs> We're going to go ahead and transition to the record predictions for this one. I hope show. everybody got your 16. What's up with that sound? I will say before this, this section has gone off for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes for no reason at all. Um, I mean, we, we did go like five minutes thinking we were alive and we weren't. So yeah, <laughs> look. This week we're going to do the <laughs> NFC East or the least, depending on who you talk to. But insane person. <laughs> on this year, or somehow, look, NFC least, we're gonna stick with that. Yep. I guess we want to start with the Eagles. Anybody? Yes. Uh, the Eagles. There's their schedule. <laughs> Get you out of there. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So we start with the Eagles. Um, uh, G Money, you want to go first? Okay. Um, I had the Eagles at uh, twelve and five. And winning Woo. the division. Um, if carrying over from last year, they had the number three defense. They had the number four running three attack. Um, I they that hasn't you know they added um, AJ Brown. Um, okay. Hopefully, um, Jalen Hurts can hit him a few times. But let's yeah, the NFC East is is and has been the NFC least. 
and it's going to continue to be that way. Um, I see them beating up on everybody in the NFC East, um, and yep. then they've got winnable games. And there's a couple of games they're going to steal. They will. They'll they'll steal a game or two because people will. Teams tend to overlook other teams. You know they they don't think the quarterback's that good. They think the defense is overrated, and then it smacks them in the mouth, and they don't know what the hell to do. Yeah, I've got them going ten and seven, so not too far off of what you've got them going. Um, their whole, all their division games are winnable games. That's six very winnable games right there. Outside of that, they don't have too tough of a competition. They've got Green Bay in there. Um, they've got Arizona, <laughs> Minnesota. Um, outside of that, Detroit. Uh, Chicago, uh, New Orleans, like they have very winnable games this year, and I could see them winning at least ten games. So I'm going to say ten and seven. I'm going to uh, say. I actually, go Melon. Go oh, ahead, Melon. No, no, no. Go no, no, no. no, no. oh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to say nine and eight is going to be the wonderful. <laughs> so we're teetering down here. Yeah, nine and eight is going to be these teams both record. They got a few challenging teams that they. Do come across. I see them losing. Um, but I also see them also dropping games that should probably also be winning at the same time. Jack, come on. I, I, <laughs> I, this team, I see them crumbling underneath their own mistakes in the process. That's where I see them doing. So, okay, nine eight. It's still a winning record. But like that's where I see them sitting at. Actually, have them going eight and nine this year. There we go. We all just slowly came down. (laughs) And the reason that I have them going eight and nine, I do have them going five and one in their division because, like G Money said, I think they're going to mop up in their own division, right? But they are playing the NFC North and the AFC North. And Shaq, uh, you'd probably like to hear this. I actually have Pittsburgh beating Philly. Thank you. When 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 when, (laughs) when they play Philly. I've got okay, an so interest, like interesting stat on that. Shit. Stop it. I'm just saying, <laughs> I have, you don't need that. We got into it. on the show. I do have Pittsburgh winning that game, but I also have them losing the Green Bay and Minnesota. I have them losing to, like I said, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I have them losing to Baltimore. Um, I have them losing a lot of those games in the other divisions that they're playing because they are playing a couple of divisions that actually have pretty decent teams. Um, so so that's why I have them going 8-9. I just want to put um, this also out here. And Arizona. Shaq has his Steelers going 8-9 and, and the Philadelphia Eagles going 9-8. Just putting that out there. All just right. Saying. I just wanted to say the, <laughs> oh, same, the same thing that was killing that kid on draft night is the same thing killing this show. We just refuse <laughs> to be good on this show. That thing was his own heart, so... <laughs> And <laughs> the heart of the show is killing it. Um, <laughs> Next team. <laughs> Can't stand this team. Let's go down to Dallas. I'll go first. I'll get this out of the way. I see Dallas as coming out as still the best team out of this division for some reason or another. I see the. <laughs> go ahead. I see this team winning 12 games coming into this season. <laughs> Gee, I'm going twelve and five. <laughs> yes, as much as the rest of y'all almost choked coming into that. 
they are playing New York, Washington, <laughs> Philly, Detroit, Chicago. Them, them same teams they were playing last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. <laughs> I feel like they got something to prove. Like, like I said, it's I see them winning a good portion of the division games. Washington. I've got them going eight and nine. Right, Please stop it. Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, L.A., Green Bay, Minnesota. They still have the Eagles twice. Eight games. We know how the Cowboys work. Y'all ain't getting to playoffs two years in a row. Let's stop this madness right now. <laughs> Whoever well, wants to go Cowboys next, please go. Last year, so that's fine. Wait, what did you say? I said they didn't go last year, so of course they're not going two years in a row. And they did go last year. year. So, so what do you have them going, G Money? I got them going nine and eight because yeah. Dallas likes to hype up their team, hype up their fans, and then be a big effing disappointment. That's exactly what they're going to be. Ezekiel Elliott, I guess he's probably going to hit like 560 yards rushing, maybe six touchdowns. Um, <laughs> we're going to find out that Jerry Jones is just a straight up drunk and McCarthy can't coach. I mean, are we going to find out? Or that we already knew that Jerry Jones was a drunk. I'm pretty sure. Now, I do think that Jerry Jones is uh, probably hey. killing babies and drinking their blood. Hey, he talked shit about Zeke because I dropped it in last year. Uh, but... First. Well, no. Ze- first. No. Ze- 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 Zeke is terrible, Shaq. And that was your first. <laughs> Shaq's first two picks were Zeke and Juju. Let's just sink in. <laughs> That's why he finished last last year. You might as well be on a plane in auto draft. <laughs> I'd probably be um, better but, off in auto draft than the, actually fucking drafting. Just don't touch it. The fact that we're waiting until Shaq gets off the plane is just funny to me. Um, <laughs> Mind you, I would not have slept in about 24 hours when I come into that brewery. So. No, we, no, there's... You you drafted Zeke and Juju last year. You get no excuses with whatever you drafted. And all. Big Ben. He was somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to draft Big Ben. First of all, Khalif hated me that year for some odd reason and picked me to be in a bad spot for that draft. Yeah, Sha- Sha- Shaq is probably going to draft Geno Smith. Um, but anyways, I-, I digress. Okay, so so talking about the Cowboys. Shaq. I got three words for you. Four words. Ready for this? I agree with you. 12 and 5, Shaq. I agree with you. Cowboys, we're going to go 12 and 5 this year. The hell? 100%. I do agree. Here's the reason. Okay, now, keep in mind, before um, James Washington got hurt is when I picked all these teams, right? Um... So I did have them going twelve and five with James Washington being there, um, but I do think that the Cowboys are going to end up getting someone like Emmanuel Sanders, which is a travesty that that man is still not signed in the NFL. Emmanuel Sanders, I know he's I know he's old, uh, but he's still very productive, and I think he could be very productive under Dak Prescott throwing the ball. Um, and I'm not worried about Zeke because the Cowboys still have Pollard. Okay. Um, I have them going four and two in their division because I really don't think much about the Washington Commanders. 
or Washington football team or Washington Redskins, whatever the fuck they're calling themselves these days. Um, and I really don't have any faith Watch the in AAU. the Giants. Um, <laughs> so I have them going 12 and 5. I have them winning some of those games against the AFC North and the NFC North that maybe the, the Eagles don't uh, because I do think they have a good defense and they just signed Barr to a one-year deal that's going to be pretty promising for that defense. Um, got got him out of Minnesota. Well, he was a free agent. So, yeah, so I do have Detroit winning – or not Detroit, but I do have Dallas winning the division. Um, and they were one of those teams, I will say this, that when I picked every single game and it got to the end of 18 weeks and I looked at it and I was like, damn, I have Dallas going 12-5. and five. And then I went back and looked at everything. I was like, oh, I can see them dropping a game or two or here or there. But I would still – I, I still saw them at least winning 10. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm going 12-5 in the division. Thank you, Melvin. I was saying the Cowboys did make the playoffs last year, which is why I do not think they would make it this year. The Cowboys made the playoffs last year? They were out so fast, you probably didn't even notice it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> who do they play in the playoffs? It's San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, it was, on that was a forgettable game. <laughs> oh, it was on Nick. They were getting slimed. <laughs> oh. A lot of slime. I think our next one is our one of our, well, two of our co-hosts' favorite team. I mean co-host. Uh, <laughs> Friend passer, of the show. Passer Byers of uh, <laughs> Washington oh, Commanders. Oh, Morgan and Ryan. Morgan. Okay. Morgan and Ryan. Oh, Watch Morgan. Morgan. Evan comes up after this. Commanders coming on. Does anybody volunteer to go through on this Commanders team first? <clears throat> um, I've got them winning. Give me a second. I believe six games. Six and eleven is what I have the Commanders going. Um, I'm sorry. I just. Dysfunctional doesn't win a whole lot of games, and the commanders are pretty dysfunctional of an organization. Even though they have a relatively easy schedule, I mean, I see Green Bay in there, San Francisco in there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I still see about six wins coming out of the commanders. Uh, yeah, six and 11 is what I got Washington going. I have them go five and twelve. <laughs> like I said, dysfunctional. That's not even the worst team that I have in this record. So you can easily, <laughs> you can probably get easily guess who's my worst team. But I have them going five and twelve, going in this like god awful team. Easy schedule and still not gonna run. Tennessee, like you said, Tennessee and Green Bay being probably one of the two hardest teams on this schedule, and yeah, <laughs> yep. It's, God bless. G Money. I got uh, the commodes going nine and eight. I see uh broke ankle Wenzel winning a couple of games he probably shouldn't, but losing games that he should never lose. I forgot he was even the quarterback. Well, I mean okay, so he hasn't gone nine and eight. He talked about wins, right? I do think that Wentz 
is a solid quarterback in the NFL. A solid. I don't think he's going to get you to the playoffs. But I do have the the Washington Commodes. I, I like that nickname, Jim. Uh, seven and ten. I got to go on seven and ten, which is only one game more than what, what Jalen has. But when I look at some of the games they have, I mean, they, they do have the Giants twice, right? They got the Falcons. They got the Texans. They got... You know the the Colts that I'm not so, sold on with, with with Matt Ryan. They got the Bears. They got um, the Lions, the Jaguars. You, you know, like they they got some games that at least gets them probably five wins. And then I picked a couple other games that could have gone either way. Uh, so so that's why I have them going seven and ten. I mean, when you when you got young on the defensive side of the ball, it's going to be healthy. You got. Uh, McLaren, a wide receiver, um, yeah. over there, and you got you know Carson Wentz, who's serviceable. I think that's that that's middle of the road team. I don't think they're terrible, but I don't think they're good either. So that's why I got them winning seven games. Okay, which I guess leaves us with our last team of this division, the New York. Did the chat go. Yeah, I did. I had them going. Was it? You had five them. wins. Yeah, five, five wins. wins. And my okay. la- last team, the <laughs> Evans team, the g- one also wonderful Giants. God bless his god awful fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> I see them still coming through at a total of. Let me run through this, man, to just to double check myself. I see them coming through as a total of three wins for the season. Uh yeah, three wins. There's so many teams on his schedule that are like at minimal halfway decent. I cannot even name a team that I can see them easily beating on the schedule. Every win that they feel like they get out of the schedule is gonna be a hard grind of a win. Blowing <laughs> it exactly. You know. The harder the easy, the closest the easiest teams they have is Jacksonville, which is still gonna be a fight for them, and. Carolina, at most Carolina, maybe maybe Minnesota, but like even then Minnesota might be just working the shit out of them. But like Minnesota will work the shit out of them. I'll yeah, so I was like, right if now. your easiest win is Jacksonville, that's still gonna be a fight team mentally. Yeah, give them the three wins that they have for the season, and the rest of it's gonna be a blowout for them. God, I'm sorry, Evan. Uh, Evan, my funniest motherfucker to me in the world, but <laughs> Evan's a Ravens fan. Who knows it? <laughs> <laughs> which makes me hate you. Which I should hate you by that. So stand it alone. I have them winning five games. How many? Being very generous. Five and twelve is what I have the Giants uh, okay. going. You can go ahead, right. Malin. Uh Well, I think we first of all need to stop saying that Evan's favorite team is the Giants when he won multiple Ravens games last year. Right. Um, I, I think he's more of a Ravens fan than he's a Giants fan. Uh, but I actually have them going 6-11. and 11. Wow. Okay. Um, some of the games that I think they could probably win were against the Panthers. I think I have them beating the Bears. I think I have them beating the Jaguars. I have them beating the Texans, the Lions. Okay. Uh, I think I have them stealing one game against the Washington Commanders. Um, and probably I have them beating the Colts, I think. Um, so, I mean, there's there's five or six games that you could realistically 
see them winning with the schedule they have. They're they're going to get thumped by a lot of other teams, and it's probably not even going to be close. In fact, you know, Saquon, they'll probably win two out of their first four games, and that's probably right about the time that Barkley's going to get hurt. Um, and so after that, they're going to have to scrape out the other four of the year. Um, so I definitely took that into consideration that I don't think Saquon Barkley is going to play a full seven teams. Um, so I, I have about six and 11. First two out of three games at the beginning of the season is against Tennessee, Carolina, and Dallas. Tennessee is, of course, week one. <clears throat> Sweep the fuck out of them. Carolina is going to be like if factor win game. Win. And then win. Dallas is, I feel like Dallas is going to. It's going to be one of those games that's entertaining for no reason at all, but it's Dallas is going to beat them. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but their fourth game is against the Bears. That's why I said that. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. followed up with Green Bay and Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they're making the playoffs, Shaq. Oh, got far from it. <laughs> why is there a star next to the Green Bay? I'm 30. Oh, it's an overseas game, I see. Oh, that's why it's the lowest tickets are for. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ. Four hundred dollars to watch the Giants play. I'm... Yeah. G Money. <laughs> I got him going five and twelve. There uh, you, go. you know. They got a new coach, new offensive coordinator, and quarterback has no clue what's going on. <laughs> and as you guys say, Tech Saquon's gonna get injured again. It's too bad. He was a great running back at Penn State. Um, and after that, what do they have? I mean, they really <laughs> don't have anything. And that just goes through, you know, the former coaching staff and everything that didn't know how to draft and definitely didn't know how to coach. If and so, um, and, and ownership. Because ownership's not willing to spend the money, and they haven't been for like the last probably five or six years, really. So, I mean, you know, you're not willing to spend the money. You don't have a good GM anymore. You you're going through head coaches. You know, I mean, that's how that's how you become a bad franchise. I mean, you can look at Detroit. Chicago is going that route. I mean, you know, if you've got a good owner that's involved. And they get good GMs and, and keep a good head coach, you get a winning franchise. I mean, Patriots had, have had one bad year, you know, since they had um, Tom Brady, and that was when they got rid of him, the year they got rid of him, because they didn't know what the hell was going on at, at QB. I mean, if they had figured that one out, they probably wouldn't have had a losing um, season that year. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh does well. Why? Involved ownership. Steady coaching. I mean, you know, Seattle may go that route too. They may be continue to be a good team even without Russell Wilson. And we'll see this year, but I, I don't see them turning into like a, a, a Detroit, a, the Giants, Chicago. You know, teams that just circle a freaking toilet bowl. I. I mean, I know ownership is a, like you said, a big part, but we all have them going considerably lower than 500. If that is the yeah. case, where does this put Daniel Jones? He'll be released. They won't keep him. Unless it's not, 
unless he makes big steps forward and, and, and they go, okay, he's a good quarterback. We should keep him. We were right to draft him. And now we just draft people around him. Um, but if he's mediocre, he's gone. They're looking to draft someone next year. Check I think mainly. that the uh, well, I think Daniel jo- Jones could end up being like uh, the next uh, Trubisky, hmm. where he ends up going to another team, backing up for a year before he like gets an opportunity to play. Um, I I think he has a lot of like good physical tools, but I think he's I I think he's a good is going to be a backup. Uh, yes. Well, I, mean, I was going to say, I see I them say dropping him. Right. That That is one thing Trubisky has under his belt that Daniel Jones does not have anything near. Yeah, I see them dropping him purely because they realize that they are lacking and they probably need to drop a whole toolbox in order to uh, yeah. Doing just like just accept the rebuild years, accept the fact that you just need to start over and just do something else mm. for yourself because it's clearly not working for you. So he will be dropped, and it's just up to him just finding another team that in desperate need of a quarterback. So, well, I believe that will do it for uh, rest of the show. Pleasant. It's been a hot shit show since the beginning, but you know this show thrives <laughs> off of personality and its flaws. So I'm glad y'all still love us. For those of you who's been watching since for a while, <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of things coming up for you guys to look forward to. We have episode 100 is in just a couple more episodes here. We have our draft special coming up. Then we'll have our pre-NFL kickoff episode because the season starts in less than a month now, which is absolutely crazy to think about. Uh, Yeah, guys, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Let's put it all out of our systems. I'm I'm just excited for the NFL to be starting. Yes. Yes. This football's way overdue. So Yeah, we're getting that that the quick ramp up, like preseason starting here, hard knock starting back up, and it's like you know, August is like the, the runway to the just bam. The fact they're betting money on preseason games just shows you how much <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we will see you all next week for episode ninety eight. And uh, we want to thank you all for watching, listening. Keep your eyes on social media because we will be posing new questions for you guys for the next episode to answer. And uh, have a good week. We will see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.